Bowie. Hour number two. Freedom Network. Rock History XM Radio. This myself, not obviously the Alex Jones level. And also like, across yeah, the internet on all podcasting classic platforms. Some of the top headlines, national and international news stories. Here's Owen Schwer for Sunday but Night the News. The is definitely on. Now, what does this look like as far as... I don't know, because the empire is striking back, there's no doubt, and they're big push right now, and I'm afraid that they've made up their minds. They're really going to commit to a war against Russia, which is not going to end up being a war against Russia. It's going to end up being a war against... I mean, I looked at the geopolitical chessboard in my head, and if the U.S. really commits to going to war with Russia in Ukraine... And, I mean, really commits. I don't see where the U.S. goes from there. Because I don't know who who we even have as allies anymore if we do that. Do you really think these European countries, do you really think half of these NATO countries are going to back the U.S. in a war against Russia in Ukraine? No, they're not. Do you think Japan is going to back the U.S. in a war against Russia in Ukraine? No, Japan is trying to figure out how to make sure its population doesn't collapse. What about Saudi Arabia? No, they're not too fond of Joe Biden, and now they're cutting deals with the Chinese. Yeah. What about Russia? Oh, wait, sorry. Of course not. Wouldn't want that. What about Brazil? Oh, no, they're making deals with the Chinese and the Russians and the Saudi Arabians. Hmm. Where does the U.S. go? I, uh, um, uh, what about uh, India? No, no, India's in bricks. Hmm. Maybe Great Britain. I don't know. Maybe the Great. Maybe the, maybe the Brits. Maybe they might. They might be woke enough to fight for Ukraine. No, I don't see where the U.S. goes. I don't. But that's what makes it so scary. Is that that's how desperate they may be? And why am I saying this? Because. Sometimes you can get an idea of where the next big thing is by watching the weekend news. Because the, the, the globalists and their propaganda arms know when to send out their propaganda at the most efficient time. And so most Americans don't pay attention to the news, but they're home on Sundays and Christians are home on Sundays. And they're at home and they got the news on and maybe that's the only time that news is ever on in their house. So their big push is, their big push, their big network news packages, their big... Weekend, Sunday night news packages, you'll probably see more of it tonight, how bad Putin is and how Putin is kidnapping children out of Ukraine. And now they've got these projects to go try to get take these children back from Vladimir Putin, who's kidnapped him. Oh, yeah, but, you know, they, they, they cover up Epstein Island. They cover up the U.N. sex trafficking. But, yeah, Putin is the one. It's not like there's it's not like there's children in, in a war zone that, that need need help. It's not like Ukraine has been a hub for for sex trafficking, international trafficking. No, 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 Putin's the bad guy. So that's why I'm concerned when they're running propaganda like that, trying to convince the American people that Putin is the bad guy to that degree. That's like they're, they're, they've really thought, okay, we, we're really thinking about going to war with Russia. So we got a lot of things on our plate and the Trump indictment is obviously going to be the big story this week. And while they're, I mean, I'm not going to say that's a distraction. It, it, it is a distraction as far as, okay, are we going to cover this other stuff? But it's a real thing. It's a real dangerous thing. But we're not.
not going to spend all of our time on that tonight because we're going to be majorly focused on that, obviously, this week. And then, and then Tuesday is the big day, if you will. But it's the top story, and it's the top story on Drudge. But I noticed, and it's still the early evening here in Austin, Texas, so we haven't seen the final week and news pieces but from what I've seen so far this weekend, the big news push, the big packages, the, the, the uniform message was not Donald Trump. Now, now, granted, Trump is always on the bottom line and they're always, you know, Trump, 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 putting it into your ear. But the big news push this weekend from the networks was anti-Putin, anti-Russia propaganda. That was their big push. And it was kind of I mean, it wasn't really reading the room right. That's not what the American people are thinking about. So the fact that they're pushing that out on the network news tells me they got something planned or, or they're trying to find out, can we convince the American people that Putin is so bad that we have to go to war with Russia and Ukraine? And we tend to forget, because we're over here in the Western Hemisphere, we're over here in the United States of America, and so we tend to forget that there's a real war going on. And while the American people are wearing their Ukraine flag pins and having their Ukraine flags in their yards and putting the Ukraine flag on their Twitter profile, and then they go to brunch, and then they go to brunch and they have themselves some wine. No, there's, there's actually people dying. There's, there's a real war going on. I mean, it wasn't too long ago that they tried to assassinate a Russian journalist. And so that failed and they ended up killing his daughter. And now, blast in St. Petersburg kills prominent Russian military blogger, injures 19. What do you think? Who did that? An explosion rocked a cafe in St. Petersburg, Russia, on Sunday, killing one and leaving 19 people injured, according to authorities. Who would put all those lives at risk just to kill one person? Or I'm sure it was an accident. <laughs> just a coincidence, right? Just a coincidence. They're saying nobody knows what happened. It's unknown. The person killed was reportedly Russian military blogger Vladlin Tatarsky who rose to prominence reporting on the situation in Donbass after joining the local militias in wake of the Soros-backed Maidan coup in Kiev in 2014. He had over half a million followers on Telegram. Well, if you're getting ready to launch a major war, you don't want someone out there reporting the facts. Or is that just another coincidence? But see... That's somebody who didn't think he was in a war zone sitting on a bomb in a cafe like it's a James Bond movie and 19 other people injured. Luckily, no one else dead. But that's not even counting the hundreds of thousands that are actually dying in the war, mostly Ukrainian civilians and soldiers. And so that's why when I went out in the truck, even though I don't support the war, I want nothing to do with it. Let 
Russia and Ukraine figure it out, but or, or I guess China now at this point, China will figure it out. And then maybe the American people will figure it out that it's been Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, and the Western politicians manipulating Ukraine and running Ukraine like a vassal state and NATO using it as a geopolitical pivot point to basically just give Russia the middle finger. Zelensky government demands Orthodox Church leader put under house arrest. Yes, any Russian Orthodox churches in Ukraine are being shut down. Any media that is against the war is getting shut down. Any media that suggests Putin might not be so bad is getting shut down. And so this is when, you know, the leader of the free world, the president of the United States would step in and try to make a peace deal, try to stop the slaughter. But Joe Biden is under his desk eating ice cream. So China moves in, Xi moves in. The Chinese are trying to negotiate a peace deal in the Middle East. And now the Chinese are trying to negotiate a peace deal in Ukraine. And the American media is silent, telling you how great Joe Biden is, even though he's got chocolate ice cream on his bib. And it's nappy time. Closer China-Saudi Arabia ties show new world is dawning. And that's like every, you listen to Putin and Xi's speeches, you don't hear them in the American media. You listen to Putin and Xi's speeches, and they're basically all saying the same thing. The age of Western dominance and influence is over. The U.S. is collapsing. They're more concerned with, with chopping off little boys' penises and little girls' breasts than they, than they are with actual real policy and foreign policy and energy and all this stuff. And that's all true. And they're saying it. And they're like, we're moving on. There's a new future. And Biden goes out to an event after a mass shooting and says, I came down here for a chocolate ice cream. Damn, who are those good-looking kids in the back? George Soros called for soldiers to usher in new world order. They could, you know, George Soros could build a robot, a gigantic robot in his image, and it would be him at the top, like, operating the levers and the buttons and everything, and he could, like, project his voice in, like, a hologram of his head and be like, I'm George Soros, I'm here to destroy. And he's, like, destroying the city and opening up the jails. And the media would be like, that's not George Soros. Don't be anti-Semitic. It's like this 300-foot robot, just, I'm George Soros. Smashing. Opening up the jails, letting the criminals just pour out, the rapist boring, I'm George Soros. You're like, oh my God, it's George Soros. Look, there he is. And me like, no, 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 stop it. That's not George Soros. Don't say that. Don't be an anti-Semite. That is not George. I am George Soros. Don't listen to you. You're, don't believe your own lion eyes. Don't believe your own lion ears. That's not George Soros. Women are not women. I don't know what a woman is, but I know a man can be one. That vaccine is safe and effective. Totally fine. Oh, that nurse that just took it on live TV, she just passed out. What's wrong with her? She'll be fine. Oh, haven't seen her since. She's fine. Everything's fine. 
Joe Biden is eating ice cream. So it's being reported now that Donald Trump plans to plead not guilty. No kidding. But they're asserting now that he may not surrender on Tuesday. I'm, I'm not I'm not so sure about that, but boy, would that be the interesting standoff that we've all been thinking about that it feels like is inevitable. But what it was going to look like and how was the mystery. Would it be Donald Trump refusing to give himself over in this corrupt persecution? Because this is the deep state basically making their move against the American people. I mean, this is basically the deep state seeing how far it can go. Like, can we just arrest whoever we want and they won't do anything? Hmm. Looks like it. Let's go for Donald Trump then. Let's go, let's go for the let's go for the one arrest that would cause more unrest than any other arrest. They weren't ever interested in Jeffrey Epstein or Maxwell or any of the sex traffickers or the pedophiles. No. But let's go after Donald Trump. Let's see if the American people will put up with that. Hell, we put their doctors in jail. We we put all their people in jail, their friends, their family, their peaceful protesters, their priests. We throw them all in jail. Let's go over Donald Trump. They did nothing about that. They didn't care about that. The Republican Party doesn't do anything. So let's go after Trump. Let's see what that looks like. Would Trump refuse to surrender? What would Secret Service do in that case? I don't want to jump around here like I'm playing whack-a-mole because there's going to be all types of headlines and, and, oh, this might happen, that might happen. The top story on Drudge and the left is just foaming at the mouth. I mean, really, it's... It's the Trump derangement syndrome on full display. It's the Stockholm syndrome on full display. It's quite a scene. It's quite a display. But you know, it's odd. Well, let me let me cover these headlines first. Ex-Attorney General Bill Barr, Trump indictment and abomination that makes us look like a banana republic. Well, Bill, you didn't really help. You didn't really help with that, did you? Did you, old Bill Barr? Or maybe Barr thinks he can get back into another Trump administration. That would be an embarrassment. Oh, but even Bill Barr calling it out. Alvin Bragg's soft on crime policies scorched after Trump charges. Things have gotten progressively worse. And it's not just Alvin Bragg. This is pretty much any liberal progressive Democrat district attorney, especially the Soros ones. They will release like 50% of felons, violent criminals that get arrested, they'll release, they'll release them that day. They'll, they'll allow them to get bailed out. And it's Donald Trump that they take what would it be a misdemeanor if it wasn't already two legal documents proving his innocence and on the statute of limitations, the time is up, but they still go for this. And they go from a misdemeanor to a felony. So you're a felon in a in a liberal progressive Democrat district attorney's district. You're a violent criminal. You're getting released. You're going to get the nice, easy let off. You're Donald Trump. We're going to find anything we can and we're going to bring you down. How do people not see how dangerous this is? But what is the threshold that needs to get crossed? Because I'm thinking about it today. It, it is just... I know the average American that is uninformed because they don't pay attention, watches their local news and watches their weekend network news and thinks it's real still.
This audience, you know, you, you tune into the network news, the corporate news, it, it's, it's probably just totally fake. Just, I mean, literally propaganda. Most people, I don't know if that's the case. They don't understand that it's fake. They really turn it on and think they're getting news and information and, and thinking it's informing them. They really believe that. They see, oh, Donald Trump going down. He must be bad. Oh, this is really it for Donald Trump. Wow, he really was the bad guy. Oh, geez, Putin is capturing children. He's, boy, Putin's really bad. Maybe we should go to war. And really, when I look at the, when I, when I look at who's informed, what you really have right now is three paradigms of worldview. And that's the average American that really just doesn't pay attention, who's mostly uninformed. And then you have the liberal that thinks they pay attention because they watch the corporate news and read the New York Times and they're misinformed. And the only people that are truly informed are either Trump voters or, or anti-establishment types like libertarians that just understand the basic principles of how their freedoms are being eroded. But the, the numbers are, are shifting fast. The, the awakening is happening fast. More people every day realize when they turn on the corporate news, it's totally fake. More people know that Donald Trump is not a criminal in Washington, D.C., that Donald Trump is not the big break to stop all the corruption in this country. Give me a break. Tulsi Gabbard, Trump arrest a dangerous turning point for America. Notice how she left the Democrat Party. She, she saw what was going on there. Lawyer Harmeet Dillon, New York District Attorney, may try to put gag order on Trump to prevent him from campaigning. Uh, Roger Stone has talked about that. They did that to him. Robert Barnes has talked about that. So, boy, would that be interesting. And again, you're looking at another standoff situation. Oh, they try to gag Trump. He goes out on a campaign and, and talks about something he's not allowed to. Oh, are they going to come arrest him now? And you got to understand, it's... Folks, again, there's very few men that are willing to stand up to this. And one of them is named Alex Jones. And, you know, Alex never claimed to be perfect. Trump's never claimed to be perfect. He's certainly not. But if we don't support the people that are standing up to this, we're just, we're just, we're missing out. And I understand why people are mad at Trump. I understand why you might not want to vote for Trump. I understand why you might think Trump's part of the problem. But, I mean, if you can't see how he's clearly being political, politically persecuted because he's not controlled, that's clearly what's going on here. I see that. And he got duped. He got had. They got him. They got him on the vaccines. They got him. 100%. They got him. They got him. And so, you know, that, that, that's a mistake he made. And they got him on that. 100%. So... Yeah, you know, under Trump, you might not get that issue solved and you might not get justice there because they got him on that deal, didn't they? But boy, oh boy, you know, there's about 100 other issues that he's the only guy that's going to do the right thing on. And it's pretty clear at this point, they're using Trump to find out what type of a, a, of a status figure what type of a political figure, what type of a cultural leader 
can we just fake charges against, arrest, disappear, destroy campaign, and make sure they can't have any power or influence? And if they can do it to Donald Trump, who can't they do it to? They can do it to Alex Jones. And now notice that Fox News, I mean, what are they going to do with this Dominion lawsuit? Looks like that's going down and they're going to lose it. $1.3 billion. I mean, I guess they can afford it, but boy, there's a nice warning shot, isn't it? New York City to close streets for Trump arraignment. They're saying every police officer to be in uniform. It's going to be an absolute madhouse. And this is what the deep state wants. This is their big move. They're making their big move against Trump. They're making their big move against the American people to see how much we will put up with. And if they can arrest Trump and not let him run for president, then it's over. We'll never have another organic leader. We'll never have another guy who comes up, who does what he thinks and what he wants to do. That will be it. No one else will ever stand up to these people ever again. And I get it. Because... At what point do you say there's a legal strategy to be successful, but then also we have the political and cultural strategy to save the country? And there's very few that have to balance that decision every day. Alex Jones, Donald Trump, those are the few that do. We're going to have a big interview with Thomas Renz tomorrow as he broke some big news, and I was actually following this story And before, farmers were saying, no, we haven't seen the mRNA shots introduced to the cattle or to the to the food animal uh, industry yet. But now it's confirmed that this is here. And Thomas Renz was breaking this yesterday. Bill Gates, the World Health Organization and a ton of these universities, they're all talking about including mRNA vaccinations as part of the food. They're going to modify the genes of these foods to make them mRNA vaccines. And so, yeah, that sounds great, especially after this. Study, vaxxed lose 25 years of their life, government data confirms. If a 30-year-old today had three or four or five COVID shots, they can expect to live to 55 at the oldest, government data suggests. Yeah, and that's what it's like, you know, one of these things, you might be all right, but once you get to three, four, five, it's the odds are against you. Now, you think about them vaccinating the food supply. I mean, really, who controls the food controls the planet. So why do you think Bill Gates is buying up all the farmland? Why do you think they want you to eat fake meat? Which, by the way, has totally failed. I'll tell you that story. But Do you really ever think about it like that? I mean, imagine they just completely destroy the food supply or they completely shut down the economy. There is no food supply. Or then you have a situation where you can only eat bugs or you can only eat their uh, fake meat to save the planet. Well, you're going to want to have another option, aren't you? Yeah, you are. And so who knows? That might be what we end up needing the emergency food supplies for. We thought it would be like the collapse of civilization or the collapse of society or some emergency of food. Uh, you know, you might need for weather emergency or something like that. Uh, maybe it ends up being, well, you're just not allowed to eat good food anymore. It's all fake. It's all bugs. So you, you're going to just eat your emergency food for your regular stuff now. Yeah, look at those buggies. Yum. That's what Bill Gates wants you to eat. Or his... Um, his, his bladder tumor uh, meatloaf. That'll be on shelves soon. 
Well, whatever the case is, you want to have emergency food supplies. And we've got them back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. We've been out of stock for a while, and that's because we only have them for sale if they're in stock. A lot of other people will have it for sale all the time. You place an order, it just goes into a spreadsheet, and you're just on a waiting list, basically. They don't tell you that, but that's how it is with a lot of the emergency food suppliers out there because there's a major demand for obvious reasons. We only sell it when it's in stock. So if you go to InfoWarsStore.com and you buy the emergency food that we have right now, one year, six month, three month, one month, then it ships right then or next day, depending on what time it is. Survival essentials are finally back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. It's the emergency food supplies and the air filtration, the water filtration. I have all in my house, and I suggest you do the same. And when you shop at InfoWarsStore.com, you support the broadcast to keep us on the air. And we appreciate that greatly. So get your emergency food supplies at InfoWarsStore.com. And the fake meat industry is not going so well. Now, they wanted to force this. And with other such things like renewable energy, they, they're forcing it as well. This is their plan for the new world. They think they're so smart. By cutting off humanity and stopping carbon emissions, they think they can conquer the planet. No, not save, conquer. Understand the difference. So they plug in a bunch of this money into the fake food industry. And you get tax breaks and you get benefits and all this other stuff just like they did with wind and solar that failed and bankrupted and crashed banks that had to get bailed out. They are doing the same thing with this fake meat. Now, they've made commitments to this. So they don't know what to do when they roll out the fake meat and nobody wants it, they don't know what to do. When they try to get your power grid onto wind and solar, even though they've been successful in a lot of cases, I'm going to explain, but a lot of these cities, a lot of these power companies are saying, hey, look, we're all for solar and wind and whatever, but we can't power the grid with just that. We have to have coal. We have to have natural gas. You, you cannot shut that down or we can't power the city. So, so what do they do when this plan to force us to eat the bugs and to force us to eat the meat and we just say no? And that's basically what's happening. Market for fake food projected to hit three trillions. Now, this is what they tell you because it's all a Ponzi scheme. Yep. It's like somebody calls like you and says, you got to buy this stock. Uh, you know, this new, this new garage door cleaner machine is going to be all the rage. You know, and, and oh, a garage door cleaner machine. Wow. Oh, yeah. It's projected to be a trillion-dollar market, the garage door cleaning machine. Don't you want to get in on that? Buy the stocks now. They're cheap. Oh, okay. And then the garage door cleaning machine never works. <laughs> buy into the fake meat. They won't work either. Start a fake meat company. You'll get benefits. It's going to be a $3 trillion market. See? Look at all the stimulus. But ain't nobody buying it, though. And then nobody wants it. Here are the headlines Ooh. from this week. Fake meat was supposed to save the world. It became just another fad. Fake meat is bleeding money. That one's actually from February. Oh, these are all just the failing fake meat stories here. Beyond Meat is struggling and the plant-based meat industry worries. Fake meat sales are plunging because of high prices and being too woke for consumers. 
what's gone wrong at Beyond Meat. Plant-based meat's mistake? Focusing too much on the real thing? Oh, because they were actually putting real meat in some of these. That was the problem. <laughs> Says the Washington Post. Ah. Uh, no, we don't want your fake meat. We do not want your fake meat. We do not want your bugs. We're going to go ahead and just pass, actually, on that. Oh, well, you get to pass now, but soon you won't get to pass. Because if you don't get your updated vaccine schedule, if you don't get your updated microchip, you don't get this the system update on your microchip, mm, no food for you. No food for you. That's the world they want. Who would want to live like that? It's just crazy. It's just, it's absolutely nuts. You can't realize that's you becoming a slave. You're suffering from Stockholm Syndrome. But that's where we're going. But they've made these guarantees. And they plan on it. By 2030, no more meat. Only fake meat and bugs. And by 2030, no more coal, no more natural gas, only whatever it is that they want to run. Solar, wind, it, it, there will be nothing. It'll just be their, their own farms. Renewables surpass coal in U.S. electricity generation. Renewables are projected to outweigh coal electricity globally by 2027. For the first time, more electricity was generated from renewable sources in the U.S. over the course of one year than from coal. Now, that really means nothing because if you, you really have to do a, a cost assessment, benefit analysis, yeah. I mean, you, you got to figure out. I mean, how much carbon is it, if you're really looking at the carbon emissions, how much carbon does it cost to make these things, transport these things, repair these things, replace these things, purchase natural gas and coal? And at which point you realize actually these do more harm than good if you're trying to stop carbon emissions. But it doesn't matter. They've made their plans. They've made their guarantees. They want solar. They want wind. That is basically just so you don't get energy. So it'll be the big globalist corporations and the big the big government corporate uh, you know corporation think tanks and everything. They'll get all the energy, and they'll get all the food, and and you're just going to be begging for whatever scraps are left. That is, if we're even left at all. They hit you with enough of these poison vaccines, you're dead. They hit this planet with enough of the trans kid surgeries, we're all dead. You ever think about that? What would happen if every human being took a COVID-19 vaccine or five? What would happen? What would happen if every human being got transsexual surgery? Do I really have to tell you what would happen? There'd be no more humans. That's correct. Hmm. Starting to feel like that's what somebody wants. Yep. Starting to feel like that's the whole agenda here. That's why they're pushing it so hard on People the children. People are starting to wake up to make them and realize to we're the cattle being led to the slaughterhouse. That's it. See, you're in the future. You're in the scientific dystopia. No, it's not flying cars and free energy and, and, and meals that come in pill form. It's digital tyranny, worldwide enslavement. 
Well, it was the trans weekend of vengeance. And don't you know that three children and three adults got in the way of a trans person's bullets? Can you believe those bigots to stand in the way of that innocent trans person's bullets? And then she gets killed by police? This is really what they believe. The trans person was the victim. And it was trans week of vengeance. So they're right to go kill Christians. The Democrat Party told them they were justified. Former public school teacher sounds alarm on widespread transgenderism in schools. It's an intentional effort. Here it is. Welcome back to Fox and Friends. In a new op-ed, a former public school teacher sounds the alarm on transgender issues being forced on young children, claiming that most parents don't even know about it. He warns that, quote, those who subject our children to harmful ideologies will successfully steal our kids right out from under us. Stephen Schultz is now the headmaster of Grace Christian Academy outside of New York City, and he joins us now. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. This is such an important topic. You've worked in public schools. You've worked in uh, a classical academy, a private uh, Christian school. What do parents need to know about what's happening in public schools in terms of indoctrination and propaganda? Um, what, what do you want them to know about that and how they do it? Okay. Uh, first of all, they need to know that they don't know. Um, and there's an intentional effort to make sure that they don't know. Um, and it's not being hidden within the institution. I have friends uh, inside the government schools who have been clearly instructed not to contact parents, not to inform parents when uh, they see a child struggling uh, particularly in this area with transgender dysphoria. Yeah. So, and, and you say these activists that are, you know, in the school, many of them, as you know, have been, they, they take classes, but they're also indoctrinated at, in the teachers' colleges as well in these ty types of ideologies. You say they want to co-parent or, or, or parent for you. They, they believe that's their role. Absolutely. I would even argue that uh, much of the worldview held by these top leaders in the government schools, they, they view themselves as a surrogate parent. Yeah. And really what this comes down to is a battle over worldview. Um, do I believe that the children belongs to the parent or do I believe that the, ch the child belongs to the state? So make the case, I don't have a lot of time, but make the case to me if you believe that parents should remove their kids from the system, the public school system, because this is so um, entrenched. Well, I would argue that they should if they can. I, my heart goes out to those who cannot. Yeah. And I, you know, I would like to use this as a call to the churches to help their families uh, yeah. you know, place their children under a Christ-centered education. Um, but, you know, do what you can to find out what's going on in the school, check out the libraries, um, talk to public school teachers. Um, I can't say that this is universal. I can say that this has been enough of my own experience with my friends that, uh, it's pretty widespread. Yeah. So Please. parents become educated, find out what's going on out there, ask your questions. You have every right to do so. Yes. And uh, then do whatever you can to get out. Yeah. So we're starting to really see how deep this goes and how committed, I, I guess you call it the left. I mean, politically, it's the left, but this is beyond politics. I mean, we're talking about perverts, 
we're talking about child abuse. I mean, this is just sick what they subject children to now, and they want to make it part of the curriculum. And if you can't see the twisted, dark desires behind this, then you haven't been paying attention. But now the parents have, and they're upset, and now girls, specifically athletes, are seeing how now, wait, you're telling me I have to compete against a man? It's my senior year in high school. I've been training to become a, a state champion at track, and now I've got to race against a man? Yeah, this is what it's all about. This is your gender ideology. Of course, on top of the liberal ideology is the globalist depopulation agenda. So how do we stop this insane, irrational, illogical, non-existent phenomenon of gender ideology? Now, I don't say non-existent, that it's not out there. It is. I mean, there's no such thing as changing your gender. There's no such thing as being a two-spirit binary queer. Now, if you want to believe that, then all the go ahead. All fine. You know, people go out and pretend they're wizards and, and kings and queens and play Dungeons and Dragons and, and fairy tales. Perfectly fine. You want to go out and pretend you're a, a wizard, dragon slayer? You want to go out and pretend you're a dark knight, whatever? Nobody, nobody's trying to shut you down. Have an imagination. Believe whatever you believe in. But we all know at the end of the day that's not real. But see, they want to take that and teach it to your children. And so politically, you have a bunch of perverts and deviants that want this because it normalizes their deviations and their perversions. And then you have the globalist depopulation agenda that's really driving this. And then they get these lower IQ sexual deviants and perverts to go along with it. And then they get the larger mass of people to buy into it as a virtue signal saying you are fighting for LGBTQ plus people and you think that makes you feel good and you're a lazy liberal so you don't actually want to do anything to change the world so you just say yay I support LGBTQ plus and you have no idea what you're actually supporting you show up at a trans kids rally and you don't even know what a trans kid is and when somebody tells you what, tells you what it is you get mad and run away so how do we really deal with this well you're seeing laws have to be passed and it's going on across the country and that's what led to all the violence from trans individuals this weekend and we're going to be covering that we've got a guest on with us tomorrow that we're going to be talking about that with um it happened to me it happened to alex stein it happened to billboard chris uh it happened to so many people so the law is one way to say a minor cannot go in without consent to have sexual transmission surgeries, okay? That's what these laws are about that the Democrats and the left are protesting. And you think about it, that should be common sense. Why would you protest that? Well, exactly, answer that question for yourself. But you've got a great leader for women who has emerged, and that's Riley Gaines, and she is a swimmer from the University of Kentucky, formerly, who had to race against a man, who had to race against um, Leah Thomas, formerly William Thomas, from Austin, Texas, swam in high school here at, I think it was Lakeview or Lakeway or something, swam here in Austin as a man, competed as a man in high school here in Austin, and uh, then went to college and decided to compete as a woman, and now is breaking women's records as a man. 
And so Riley Gaines was one of the individuals who had to swim against the man and has since been uh, going on tour and become very popular speaking out against this phenomenon of men competing against women, just pretending they're women. And so this moment, it just there's so much to take away from this moment. One, this is how we can properly deal with this culturally, just as people, at, a, at, a, at the people level, at the ground level. This is how we can respond to this insanity that there's no difference between men and women or that a man is a woman or vice versa. But it also shows that when you understand this, you understand why the left is so dangerous. They will openly lie to your face for their agenda. That's how committed they are. They will lie to your face and commit crimes for their agenda. You don't understand that. You don't operate that way. You would never sink to that level. This is their level. This is the only level they have. They don't have any other levels. This is their one level. They will lie and commit crimes for their political agenda. And it's all on display in this 60 second clip. So you wanna see how we appropriately respond to this as people, as a culture, as a civilization, and you wanna see how the left will lie in their commitment to the agenda. You get it all in this clip, Riley Gaines talking to a University of Pittsburgh professor who says there's no difference between men and women. Here it is. You being an anthropologist, which anthropology is the study of human civilization, human, so if you were to dig up a human, two humans, and a hundred years from now, both man and woman, could you tell the difference? Surely off of bones. Yeah, because it's a right way. <laughs> All right, so, so pause it real quick, uh, rewind it back uh, 10 seconds, because the audio is a little rough. Riley Gaines says, she's talking to an anthropologist, says, if you dig up bones, if you dig up skeletal bones of a human, can you tell the difference which is a man and which is a woman? Now, anybody who's taken anything past a high school level course of biology, I mean, anthropology, there's all kinds of different courses you could learn this in, knows that, yes, you do know the difference between a male set of bones and a female set of bones. And in fact, they've known this for centuries. Yep. For centuries, we have understood and known this. And this professor of anthropology says, nope, we cannot do that. And the entire room breaks out into laughter. What else do you do when somebody just blatantly is wrong or lying to you like that? Stand up and tell them the truth. I mean, you just, you can't help but laugh. So here it is again, in case you didn't understand what was going on, the audio is a little rough. Anthropo anthropology professor, University of Pittsburgh says, we can't tell the difference between a male skeleton and a female skeleton. Entire room laughs at him. Here we go again. So if you were to dig up a human, two humans, and a hundred years from now, both man and woman, could you tell the difference? Surely off of bones. Yeah, Pretty amazing, right? I mean, there's a buzz in the room after a professor says that. Okay. Like data, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
can't change your box. So then he's he's on the mic. He's saying, "Why are you laughing at me?" Because what you said I'm the professor here. I have a degree. I have an advanced degree. I'm the one that knows what I'm talking about. You shut up. You don't laugh at me. Well, what you do? Hiding what behind you their degree. You know, I don't care how many degrees you have. Yeah, it's stupid what you said there. If you don't know the difference between a man and a woman, you're you're either lying you be or you're an idiot. Class, if you can't tell. I mean, this is like, it's so ridiculous. Tell them students that, that's so wrong. Oh my gosh. I have the degrees, okay? <laughs> All right. I've been, uh, I've gone through puberty. Uh, I've looked down my pants before. Um, you know, I've been with a woman. You're an anthropologist. You're a professor, though, at the University of Pittsburgh. You must know more than me. Wow, I had no idea. I mean, geez, all these years, you know, showering and, and looking at myself, I, I thought I was a man. All these years uh, being attracted to women and, and seeing the differences and why I like them. Like, geez, this professor, he, I wish I would have known about him beforehand. He could have saved me all this confusion. I'm a professor. I have degrees. I know more than you. And if I say there's no difference between men and women, then there's no difference between men and women. Look at my degrees. I'm smarter than you. The level of commitment to the lying, to a room full of people, and then the snobbiness of, I'm smarter than a room full of people because I have degrees. No, buddy, you've become so dumbed down by your liberal progressive ideology that you're actually now dumber than a room full of college students. And that's why they're laughing at you. And that's why they're laughing at you. But the trans people are the victims. And that's what they're saying, despite all of the weekend violence from trans people. And so now they're getting legal victories because of it. Federal judge blocks ban on child drag shows in wake of Nashville shooting. Oh, that's nice. That tells trans people, you go out and shoot up a school full of children. We will give you what you want politically. Wow. How dangerous is that? You know, pretty soon it's going to be... That's common called, knowledge. That's called mental illness. Understood. That's why they did that. You know, we got a problem with our priorities in this country, and that's been done by design. Yep. And we're starting to realize how much we've been distracted and deceived. But once we once we realign this, once we restore this, it's going to be common knowledge, common understanding that liberals are liars and that the globalists want to enslave you. That's it. That's really as basic as I could put it. You understand? You want your you want your basic blueprint to understand how the world works politically? Liberals are liars. Globalists want to enslave you. That's how to take the most complex issues on earth and put it into two short, sweet sentences. And that's true. Why do you think you have a University of Pittsburgh professor telling a group of students that there's no difference between men and women and we we can't tell the difference in archaeology of anthropology of humans the difference between a male skeleton and a female skeleton he's lying he knows that's not true everybody knows that's not true he's lying why because that's the liberal agenda that's the democrat progressive agenda trans kids. So what do you do? You lie for your agenda, even though you know it's fake. 
So as if that's not dangerous enough, why would the globalists want to promote trans kids? Well, it's simple. If every kid is a trans kid, guess what? They're not having kids. Ah, nice. Mm -hmm. But think about how dangerous this is where now a trans individual goes out and murders six people and the trans individual, the murderer, the killer, is the victim. And that was the message all week long. That was the message at their protests at Capitol buildings all week. That was the message on the left-wing mainstream media all week. The trans person was the victim. They were never seen. They were never understood. The Christian upbringing in the Christian school and the parents is what did this. Hmm. Somehow I doubt that. Somehow I doubt if that person instead decided, you know what, I am a woman and my parents are right. Maybe I should get myself right with God. I don't think there would have been a mass murder. But I guess we'll never know. But imagine how dangerous it, dangerous it is to take that individual, the murderer, the killer, and say they're a victim and then memorial, memorialize them. So the next time a trans killer goes and commits a mass murder like that, it is right at the doorstep of the mainstream media. It is right at the doorstep of all these trans activists all weekend saying that that person is a victim, that person needs to be memorialized. And so, I mean, not that difficult to figure out. The individual wrote a manifesto. We saw the text messages. The trans killer said, I want to commit suicide. So, well, why didn't you just go shoot yourself in the head then? Why did you go down to a local Christian school and kill six people before you got killed? You made that decision. You don't think by memorializing that person, there's going to be another copycat killer with what is already the highest suicide rate group in the country, and that group is growing in numbers because of the propaganda aimed at children in schools? And now they're having political victories after they go out and commit a terror attack. Federal judge blocks ban on child drag, sto drag shows in wake of Nashville shooting. So, oh wow, so you're telling me I already, I'm a trans, I'm a deranged trans person suffering mentally and I'm not getting help and I wanna commit suicide. But I know that why kill myself? I can go out and kill others and become a hero in the process and we'll have a political victory afterwards. This is dangerous stuff right here. I thought we didn't negotiate with terrorists. When unhinged transgender people attack on International Day of Trans Visibility, dozens of violent attacks against people this week. Now, granted, I wasn't violently attacked, but I was attacked. They shoved me. They, they rub up against me. They put their signs in my face. Fine. Uh, but no, people got choked, people got punched, some people got shot and killed at a school. Now, I know this is going to blow your mind, but who could have predicted that men pretending to be women would get violent in public? You see, there's this thing that happens in civilization, there's this thing that happens in society, and it's, it's organic where we understand, there's common understanding 
that there are differences between men and women, and because of that, we treat men and women differently. And women have certain, we'll say, privileges that, that men don't have when it comes to society. I, I'm not, I mean, you get what I'm saying. Like, I'm not going to go, you don't hit a woman, right? Like, you never strike a woman. Or all the, the legal advantages a woman has in, in a divorce or, 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 or parenting rights. I'm not trying to get into the debate. I'm just saying. So when we know that we give women certain leniencies or certain advantages in civilization, of course men are going to try to become women to take advantage of it. It's kind of like, you know, the left attacks Candace Owens because she tells people to put black on their college applications and their job applications because it, it'll help you. It's an, it's an advantage in society, and she's 100% right. So it's like, of course, yeah. So if you know that if you pretend to be black or you identify as black, that that's going to get you ahead, then, yeah, you're going you're gonna to identify and pretend to be black. Yeah, if you know you can pretend to be a woman and you can go out and attack people in the streets, but nobody's going to hit you because you're a woman, then, yeah, you're going to do it, aren't you? Oh, you know, I'll, oh, oh, if you're a woman, you can go out and rape somebody. But you're a woman, so it's not looked at like a rape. You don't think, of course, criminals, of course, psychopaths are going to take advantage of that. And they are. And they did all weekend. And I'm telling you, this footage, really from maybe Billboard Chris is the most powerful. I mean, Alex Stein, myself, so many others. Savannah Hernandez. But Billboard Chris is sitting there. He just, he stands he calls himself Billboard Chris because he stands there. He puts a little billboard over his chest. He's, you know, throws it over his chest. It's on his back. It's on his front. And he's got that first-person perspective camera angle. And, I mean, it's men in women's clothes with makeup on, and they come up to him enraged, bug-eyed, and they choke him and they punch him. And the footage is so powerful because it's like, here's a, this is a man. This is a man coming at you, attacking you, because he knows you can't attack him back because he's a woman. So what happens if that woman, which is actually a man, shows up not in woman's clothes, not with the fake breasts, not as a woman, and attacks a man like that? You know what happens? That man gets his ass kicked. But, oh, you start a fight pretending to be a woman, then you get to punch for free. You get to attack for free. You get to spin on, and you're still the victim. And they figured out this life hack that the left has now given them. This is exactly what I'm talking about we have on the screen right here. These men pretending to be women, running up to a man, getting in his face, screaming at him, getting violent. They would never do that if they were not pretending to be a woman. But see, imagine how low that is. Imagine that level of sociopathy and, 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 and psychopathy. They, they steal, they try to steal a woman's essence. They try to steal a woman's position in the world. They're stealing that from you so that they can go be violent. Stealing the beauty of a woman's femininity and grace and class and then using it as a shield to be violent against men. That is, the, that is the most offensive thing you can do to a woman. Feminists should be outraged at this. That man would have never gone up to Billboard Chris and violently assaulted him unless he was dressed as a woman.
But see, they've learned it. You're now a privileged class if you're a transgender. And you're now above the law if you're a liberal. So these transgenders know they can go out and attack you and be violent and get away without any charges. And that's what happened this weekend multiple times. Including that assault, you watch these videos from Billboard Chris and he's getting assaulted. You're like, my God, they had to get arrested. Nope, no arrest. Cops saw the whole thing, saw the videos, didn't press any charges. Thought about charging Billboard Chris, actually. How dare you put your neck in the way of that transgender's claws? No, feminists and women everywhere should be outraged that you have sick, deranged men that pretend to be women so they can go out and commit violent assaults. But see, that's what it is. They've cheated their way through life. They didn't earn any respect. They didn't earn any fear. They didn't earn any power or influence. So now they're stealing it by pretending to be women and attacking men. So it's not like you're a big tough guy, you went out and trained, and now you wanna go be a big tough guy up to a dude. No, no, you're, you're a bum that put on makeup and a dress so that you could go out and attack men and not have anybody fight back. Senator Josh Halley calls for Nashville shooting to be investigated as a hate crime. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. How dare those innocent children step in the way of that transgender's bullets? That transgender was firing bullets peacefully into schools. That transgender person peacefully walked into a school and was peacefully firing off rounds and bullets into that school, totally peacefully, and six people would dare get in the way of her bullets. That should be a hate crime on those students and those faculty that died. For daring to step in the way of a transgendered person's bullets. And no, but see, it can't be a hate crime because it's a liberal. It can't be a hate crime because it's not against a black person. And notice that they quit talking about crimes against Asian people as hate crimes because all the perps were black. Mm -hmm. That's right. So That's the left says trans people are being genocided. The left says... Trans people need to go out and buy arms. The left says you're justified in violence against Christians. Then an individual goes out and kills six people in a school. The left that's against mass shootings in schools all of a sudden loves it and says that the trans person is the victim. Mm. That's why that happens. Truly stunning times. Yeah, Truly well. a sick, twisted thing to have to witness here. Yeah. The fall of a nation. Yep. But you know, it's beyond the fall of a nation. You're watching the fall of humanity. That, that's You're watching the fall of basic, basic common sense and human decency. That's, that's it right there. It's humanity. That's even worse. Yeah. Worldwide. That's even worse. I mean, I, I love America. I'm an American patriot. I, I truly believe in this country and what it is supposed to be. This might not be for everybody, but I'm an American patriot. But I'll tell you what, I'm a human being first. And, and watching humanity fall like this might be more painful than watching your country fall. But that's how it's always going to go. That's how it's always going to go, sadly. So we've just been warning people about this for years, and uh, now we're here. Now we're in it, and it's almost surreal thinking how we've been right about everything and thinking 
if we're, I mean, unless this trend changes and we start being wrong about our foresight and where we see things going, it's going to get real bad real, real quick, fast. Real quick. Real fast. Yep, and fast. But at least in the meantime, we're still on air reporting the truth.